Did you know that the first unification of China was done by Qin Shi Huang, who founded the Qin Dynasty and lasted from 221 to 206 BC, which was just 15 years? What's up, fam? Welcome to episode 9 of History's Most Influential Humans with Damila Imapa. I hope you stick with me to the end of this episode. Yeah, before I continue, I need to say that today's personality is another Chinese man. So please don't crucify me because of any wrong pronunciation. I'm not Chinese. Secondly, there is so much confusion and technicalities associated with China's dynasties. So I'll just briefly talk about what made today's personality influential and lessons we should learn from his lifetime. Without further ado, I present to you Su Wenti, real name Yangji, also known as Emperor Wen of Su or Yangjian. <laughs> he was born on 21st July 541 in a Buddhist temple and until he was 13 years old, he was brought up by a Buddhist nun who was impressed with his appearance. He attended the Imperial College for the sons of the nobility and high officials as he was giving birth into a royal family. He received his first military appointment when he was 14 years old. He was appointed to serve under Yuan Tai and he rapidly rose in service. He received several official ranks including Duke of Chengji country and in 557, Dugu Xin, impressed with him, gave him his daughter, Empress Dugu Kui Liu, as a wife. At this point, he was just 16 and she was 13 years. <laughs> Yang Jian held various offices during the reign of Emperor Ming, such as Vice Minister of Internal Affairs, Duke of Dazing, and subsequently during the reign of Emperor Ming's brother, Emperor Wu. Yang Jian was further promoted in military authority. In 578, Emperor Wu died and Yuan Yun took the throne as Emperor Zhuan and made Yang Jian's daughter Empress, and Yang Jian was made Minister of Defense. When the unpredictable Emperor Zhuan died in 580, Yang as his father-in-law seized power as a regent and after defeating the general Yu Qi Jiong, who resisted him, he seized the throne for himself, which was the beginning of the Sui dynasty. He immediately centralized the government and began to unify China. He conquered the various divided states in the south and defeated the Mongols in the northern parts of the country and alas, after close to 300 years of an ununified China after Qin Dynasty's initial unification, China was a whole again in 589. The Sui Dynasty lasted for only 38 years, which is one of the shortest periods of dynasties in China, and it was followed by the Tang Dynasty, who enjoyed the work done by the Sui Dynasty and lasted for a whooping 274 years. Generally speaking, Yang Jian's reign was a great period of prosperity not seen since the Han dynasty. Economically, the dynasty prospered and it was even said that there was enough food for about 50 years and the military was also powerful. Yang Jian lived a simple and solemn life but he had so much insecurities. His death in the fall of 604 is debated to be either by an assassination from his own son or by an illness, but he made his impact in China as an emperor who unified the whole of China. The historian Sima Guang gave an opinion about the emperor which talked about his good attributes and flaws, but what caught my attention was the last statement which I think we should all learn from. It says, 
He was suspicious, critical, and picky, believing many alienating words of his officials. Therefore, even of those with the most accomplishments and his old friends, not one was able to maintain the relationship from start to end. He even treated his own sons as enemies. This way is fault. Well, this is the reason why first power isn't good. It never gives people peace of mind. So that's it on today's episode of History's Most Influential Humans. Join me next time, next two weeks, on another historically informative and educative episode. Peace.